Living Podcast. Whisper in your lover's ear. Text the Sound Talk 303-548-6877. I'm Josh Tyson. He's Mark Brush. I'm Mark Brush. AKA Sound Talk. T-shirts. Nay, Sound Talk. I'd like that as a name. It comes t-shirts. t-shirts. So this episode's about t-shirts. <laughs> What's more natural than t-shirts, Mark? We will find out. Well, that yeah, that's a question that's going to run throughout this episode. This is a thematic show for us? Wait, I think so. Oh, God. Okay, I'm back. First show in a while where we're not going to have food news eventually for you. This is it, just a deep dive on t-shirts. Oh, don't tell people that. I went to Boulder a week or two ago. Yeah? <laughs> this is probably best said off air. Oh, I'm glad you're saying it. Big time fan of the show. Who shall remain I'll shout him out. Well, I'll give him a code name. Mike K? Mike K? <laughs> Anyway, Mr. Mike Hay, he just dropped it. He was, he was just like, yeah, yeah, I lost track. I lost track. I like, couldn't keep up. There was this period of time where you were just flooding the, sh- flooding my feed with content. I'm like, oh yeah. So we did the side shows. That was an experiment. Send some people to the, to the hills. <laughs> I don't know. It did. Hey, it was a learning experience, Mark. But we're back. We're back. And that just makes me troubled to then at the top of the show say, hey, no more food news. I didn't say ever. I just okay. said for this, this is episode t-shirts. You know what I think? I think we'll find a way to get a little food news in here. We might. And I mean, there's a, there's a good chance if you listen to episode 118 and like that episode with Mark Bittman. Mm, that was a good one. There might be more of those. Food mm. news might, uh, but it's better to share food news with Mark Bittman. Amber alerts. Good God. Kaya Campbell. 10? White female? Wait, what? What? Is All right. I, oh. Got it. Okay. Amber alert. That's sad. Keeping the kids safe. Well, read it so everybody can it's keep their now. eyes open. It's gone now. Kai Campbell, white, 10. Keep your eyes open. Yep. Um, episode t-shirts. Hopefully Mark. she's found by the time this airs in an hour or two. I like the t-shirt you've chosen. I chose today. it just for you. Tell me a little bit about this t-shirt. No, it comes later in the show. Oh, you want this, just this one? Okay. Well, I mean, I can, I can describe it. It's a tie-dyed t-shirt. Two colors. You got a, a pink and then kind of a khaki at the bottom. With some of that nice... That's, that's green. More green than khaki. That looks like khaki. That's a green khaki. An army khaki. With a little white in the middle. A little band from the... Mm-hmm. from the. And I believe it is a... That looks like a Hanes. Oh, that's a Hanes. That's a Hanes. That's a nice fit. Will I get my Hanes on you? <laughs> there you go, buddy. Uh, yeah, we made these a couple years ago, and I was looking at it, I was like, that was a nice summer memory. Making made one for t-shirts? The kids. Oh. After the interlude. Yeah. We're going to talk about tie-dyeing. Okay, deep dive on tie-dye. This is just a, a segment of the t-shirt world. I am wearing a An black t-shirt. scruffy black t-shirt. Oh, but this is a Billy Reed t-shirt that I found oh. on the sale rack. This, is, this t-shirt is cashmere, Mark. I wore it because Let it is my, my cashmere. Oh, yeah, of course. That's incredibly soft. It also bit of business. really holds body odor well, so that's a problem. It's important. I finally took a shower. 
listeners might want to know that. Had it been a while? One week. You went a week without bathing? <laughs> Including a trip to the mountains, which involved hiking and a lot of hot tubbing. Well, the hot tub's kind of like a bath. Oh, it was. But see, so you don't even care. You probably got underwater, your chlorinated hair. No. Just, just let that chlorine sink in. Yep. Yep, there was some swimming in there. That's the thing. When you go swimming, yeah. you don't feel dirty. You yeah, feel like you that chlorine be. just kind of, I might rinse it off after the. You might, but you probably don't. Uh, some, most of the time I do. And, well, it, if you're and, and a lot it of the time I take a, full, I take a full shower there at the rec center. Let me tell you, that's a joy. But you didn't do it this time? I just hadn't done it for a while. Say there, are you going to the rec center in Fraser, Colorado? I have been to that one, but I swim here. Oh, I, I think you're talking about the mountains. Rec center. I've been to that rec, but the... That's a beautiful rec center. It's, oh, it's fabulous. A they got sauna. a sauna, a, a, a steam room. Yeah. All sorts of... The little lazy river for the kids. Yeah. Lots of t-shirts. Everyone in t-shirts. So many t-shirts. Um, Mark, you put some t-shirts with slogans on here. These are slogans of the moment. Slogans of the moment. I thought I'd share that with listeners getting ready for summertime. If they're looking for a tea to sport at that BBQ... Coming up on 4th of July weekend. This is a great one. Since this is a podcast, pad, podcast, I'll have to describe it to you. I would call that a jersey. That's a baseball tee. Baseball. Jersey's different? I think so. It is sort of a chambray blue with some darker blue sleeves. Those are raglan sleeves. And in red, white, and blue text, it says red, white, and bruise. <sighs> bruise. Like beers. Yeah, it's good, right? That's a good one. This next one. That's an Old Navy special. Well, this next one, though, is not really a slogan. It's a <laughs> it's a tank top, but it, it's one of those uh, tank tops where it's got a full bleed photo on it, you know? You bet. Like the photo, like there's no border. The, the, nope. the ribbing is not white. It's all just image. And what you see here, you want to get you want to get on this Google Doc. You want to text that sound talk. Mm. 303-548-6877. Nice. Yeah, that's right. All right. Got it in memory now. Um, this is Trump. <clears throat> holding I mean, uh, holding a, an automatic rifle. I would say it's a slimmer, more muscly Trump. Yeah, this is not real. In his standard dark suit red tie. But he if you notice, it's a subtle detail. He has on like a gold wrestling championship belt. Well, he was involved in the WWE, I think. It, he, he participated. He was in the ring with Vince McMahon. Oh, God, that's right. Jesus. Yeah, he's, he's the president. Yes, his his red phallic tie is blowing in the breeze as he rides. I wonder if it's along the sand. Oh. He's just standing on the fender of a giant tank, mm. and it's a Trump tank. It says Trump. Mm. Oh, and I see now the turret and cannon are red, white, and blue striped. I didn't notice that because it kind of blends into the flag. Do you see that? I do see that. Yeah, and then there's a, there's a, an explosion, a big explosion behind the flag, and there's, right over a, there's your heart. an American eagle fleeing from that explosion, soaring. Looks like he's maybe trying to get away from Donald Trump too. And there's also money blowing in the breeze next to him. Oh, it's just like falling out of his pocket? Just money. He's got money. It's like dandruff. When he brushes the dirt off his shoulder, it's actually money. You wear that shirt, you're making a statement. Yeah, you wear that and to the... And in a divided America, you're rolling the dice. You got to pick your sides, right? You wear that to the BBQ on uh, 4th of July? Mm-hmm. Could go could go either way. Because it depends on where you're barbecuing. Un- Uncle Ralph is coming up and having a word with you. Mm-hmm. But well, Uncle, Uncle Jerry's giving you a high five. <laughs> Uncle Jerry's giving you winks like, yeah. Yeah. So where, where do we find this tank top, Mark? I don't remember. You can't direct our... It wasn't Old Navy. Yeah. Okay. This next one is a very fitted is black just, just for you. t-shirt. And then it's got a, a print of a cat on it. The cat Big either white has... cat face. Well, either the cat has massive eyes 
or the prescription in the glasses that he's wearing I is think that intense and it's making his eyes balloon like that. Magnifies them because those are some big glasses. Those are Michael Caine glasses. Michael Caine. There we go. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't help yourself. Who, sir? Are you, sir? Are you, sir? She's only 16. She was only 16 years old. Okay, Everybody the, loves a good little dose of Michael Caine. Slight problem, though. These last two T-shirts aren't really slogan T-shirts. Oh. The well. Trump one, maybe. It says Trump. This one, what's the slogan here? Well, read it. Glasses are sexy on cats. Oh, I thought you meant the next one. The next one, uh, Oral makes my day. This is just a plain white T-shirt. This looks like it could be a Hanes. Oral makes my day. Anal makes my whole week. That's funny. Yes, it uh, tests the tensile strength of your sphincter muscles. It's meant you know, whole week. Yes, it's going to make your whole week. H-O-L-E-W-E-A-K. Yeah. I want to see you wearing that. All right. At your kid's soccer game. Probably not going to happen. But uh, let me ask you this. You know, I'm a, I think this shirt is referring to like serious, like, like deep dicking. But, hey! Like, <laughs> What? It's a it's a ribald Let's shirt. Just move on from that shirt. That was just a little moment of raunch for the. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna bring up the uh, the famed Sherpa incident. No, that's. Not but we won't. We won't. Because it's is, not real. This is episode T-shirt. All right. Nothing happened. Not with episode Sherpa. Sherpa love. It's never happened. So I touched the cord. Sorry. Careful with that. The, the, I think the main reason I wanted to do episode T-shirt, Mark, is because... Um, That's what the people want to know. Why did you mm-hmm. want to do episode T-shirt? Because I, I don't know. Well, I think my whole life is just... I've always, I'm always on a quest for the, the perfect T-shirt. Hmm. It goes back a long way. I remember um, there was a time I, I, I did a summer camp at the museum here. Can we play a little harp sound in there? Doo-doo-doo-doo. Oh, because it's a flashback? Yep. I remember Wait, doing this, a summer camp. Oh, yeah. Nope, that sounds forward. Oh, <laughs> WNBC. Oh. Okay. Oh. Ooh, see, this is organic sound cue action happening right here. No, I, I, it was a summer camp, and then the last day of summer camp, we made these T-shirts. You know, we got to decorate them. Um, this one was too big, but I remember I loved that shirt. I went home. I was climbing a tree. We were playing hide-and-seek, <sighs> jumped out of the tree. Sap. Snagged the shirt. Oh, rip. Just ripped it right in half. Heartbroken. Heartbreaking. First case of t-shirt loss. The loss of a t-shirt, a beloved t-shirt. Yeah. And then if I can, if I can move forward, is there, is there a sound cue for me to, to oh. skip forward yes, in time? Yes, yes, there is. It's like this. There you go. In junior high, I only liked to wear uh, t-shirts because I think I had like a little sensory deprivation thing. Or sens- you know, sensory processing, that's what I'm saying. Because um, my mom would buy me long sleeve shirts and I'd like push the sleeves up, but I hated when they started to ride down. So I'd like walk around like a little T-Rex. I always had my <sighs> elbows bent to try and keep keep the sleeves from going down. And it and like probably did me no favors in junior Can't, high. All right. If uh, just the tip ever hears this, you've got to meme that. You've got to meme that. My T-Rex T-shirt yep. arms? Long sleeve T-shirt want, arms? I don't know. if Can he do this? Can he find like a picture of a T-Rex? Put your face on it and put some Mimi t-shirt words around that. He's just the tip. He can do anything. Of course he can. It's freaking magic, dude. He's getting married though, right? He might not. It might take him a little longer to get to this meme, but I'm sure someday it'll happen. Can you just fit this in post-wedding, pre-honeymoon? Yeah, just a quick little meme job. It's a quickie. 
But even now I don't like to wear long, like I don't like long sleeve shirts cause I don't like them all the way down. That's uncomfortable. And I don't like, to, if I push them up, I have that problem. They start yeah, sliding I'm, down. I'm a, Hey man. So I'm a short sleeve t-shirt guy. You know why I don't have these stories? Cause I wear, wore a coat and tie to school every day. I didn't get to wear a fucking t-shirt. Oh yeah. You were at prep school. Yeah, I was. Oh my God. What was that like? Then you weren't wearing t-shirts. So is that a little loud? So this this explains a lot of your sartorial choices to me. <laughs> well, today. Well, no, always. You're always wearing comfort, like extreme comfort clothes. <laughs> your 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 jeans, even your jeans, fit like sweatpants. They're like Not billowy true. and bi- absolutely true. That used to be the case. Not true anymore. What are you talking I've about? I've adapted to the. What do you got? Some skinny jeans? No, but they're tighter. Tighter by your standards, but the, uh, now I'm realizing slimmer fitting. This is all just you bucking against this this childhood trauma of being at a private school. <clears throat> I'm into bucking. I bet you were in that private school. Oral makes my day. Where where did you fit in in the social hierarchy at this school, Mark? I'm curious about mm. that. Were you were you getting pummeled? Nope. In the stairwell? Never. You never got beat up? Nope. Really? Yeah. All right. Everybody assumes I was like on the outside. I was, I was, there were, there were insiders and there were outsiders. And then there was a little, little group of us over there on the side. Like we didn't want to be on either side. Oh yes. We the were blue left bloods. alone. <laughs> Not the blue bloods. Yeah. You thought you were better than everyone else. No. Truth be told, it was a prep school and it was predominantly wealthy white kids. It was a not, prep school. So these were wealthy Indian American kids, wealthy Filipino American kids. In well, your little clique? In my clique. So you were, the, you were the token white guy. I was the, I was the token white guy. <laughs> That's amazing. So you had this little multicultural I, clique. I was the token white guy. Huh. Did the fact that you were all dressed identical help make it- Were they taking it, advantage of me? They might have. Did the fact that you were all wearing uniforms make it easier to break not through uniforms. cultural barriers? Barriers? Hey, uniforms are coming back. Wait, so it's not a uniform. You could choose did your you tie? Did you want me to answer that fucking question? But wait, you threw, another, you threw a wrinkle at me. You said they weren't uniforms. You just had to wear a coat and tie. Starting in choosing. Starting in sixth. Sixth? Sixth? One of one of my friends from high school. I remember this about him. He would always say sixth. Oh, how cute. Well, I think he meant he thought that he's a very deliberate person. I think he thought that was the proper pronunciation. Sixth. He sounds like a man after my own heart. But I just go sixth. Sixth. Anyway. Um, sixth grade on, coat and tie. And then also single sex, boys' school, girls' school. Oh, yeah. But wait a minute. You're still not oh, answering yeah. my question. Is it a sanctioned tie and shirt, or are you allowed to pick your own blazers, pick, pick your own ties? Pick your t- coat, pick your tie. Pick your, can you pick your undershirt? Can you wear a, a bright pink undershirt if you want uh, with a teal tie, a teal skinny tie, and like a linen? Undershirt? Or you mean the, the, the button down, the shirt shirt? Like a, a shirt shirt. But yeah, I mean, how Don, how Don Johnson are you allowed to get? Could you wear <laughs> a linen, a linen, like a pot? Like I a, don't, never, nobody ever did that. A white linen sports Part coat? Part of me thinks you had to wear a blue blazer, now that I think about it. Okay. Most people did. No, no, it's not true. You didn't have to. Some people had on like a brown corduroy with the elbow patches. Oh, ooh, the prof- professorial. Wufter. Chris Wufter had that. Oh, I always oh, liked Wufter. Chris Wufter. Is he Professor Wufter now? I don't know. With those elbow pads? He was like, I think I admired him because he was so aloof. But mm. it was one of these sort of, well, there's always, there were, there were a large number of genius types at our school. Mm-hmm. Are you putting yourself in that <laughs> I mean, camp? I mean, I mean, I, uh, you said that, not me. <laughs> yeah. Kingmaker, <laughs> even back then. But, I mean, I, I, am, I have become somewhat legendary for being so aloof. Not until college, though. But your aloofness Where was I, all... Where I, for Poli Sci 101, Professor Jacobson, the most feared professor on campus... 
Oh, man. Because he would just grill you during, I just didn't show up for like eight weeks. Wow. And then at the end, I came to the last day, and, and somebody said, oh, Professor, how do you account for class participation in the grade? And he, looked, and he said, as long as you were a sentient being, you'll be fine. And then he looked at me. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I got an A minus. Boom! Really? What, because you <laughs> aced the test? I wrote the papers, took the test. Come on, man. That is just classic brush. Classic brush. But, but Woofter even outdoes brush. How? This guy. Holy moly. But, but he was your, your, your slacker Yoda. Genius level. He couldn't, like, every day he's rooting around in the lost and found, like, I forgot my tie. Every day. Every day. And then no coat, and then he never did his homework. Or he'd pull, like, the crumpled paper out, like, oh, I, here's my homework. And He's like Lane Meyer from Better Off Dead. There you go. Taking it back to Cusack. Anyway. So, no. Not, so wait, but he's a genius, but he didn't do anything? He was in his own head. What's he doing now? Not, I don't know. He's off the grid. Nobody he, knows. Are you being serious? Or maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just I don't know. Wow. My dad had a, a friend in high school who was very aloof. His name was Tom Kennedy. They called him Tea Cakes. And one time, uh, my, my dad, my dad and I were driving. Yes, play a little music. Uh, we were driving to visit my grandmother. Tea cakes theme in Washington State. My girlfriend at the time was with us. The three of us driving together. Yes, Milagro. We're on our way out there. He takes us out of the way to go visit Tea Cakes, who was living. I don't. It wasn't even a town. There, there was a fork in the road. And like off to the side of the road, there was a diner. And then if you like went up this forked road a little bit and then off to the right of that road, there was a trailer. He lived in that trailer. Tea Cakes? Tea Cakes lived in the trailer Mm. and was a a line cook at the diner. Oh. But Tea Cakes was also an artist. Ah. He had, he was showing us pages from his children's book. It was about a snail. These amazing little pointless drawings of snails. But he was just, you know, like probably a brilliant guy in many ways, but just a little too aloof for his own good. Mark, you, the you world skirt be, that level of aloofness. I'm trying to Sometimes not. Sometimes I worry about it. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to avoid the trailer, diner, pointless children's book scenario. And it's getting harder because it in, is getting in Trump's harder. America, consulting work in the food industry is not people. what it was. I'm about to put out a call for hire me. Yeah. There might even be a hire us uh, we're gonna. I think we should apply for creative jobs as a it. team unit. We're a hell of a unit, Mark. Um, so so in high school. Oh wait, no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you're done. <laughs> well, no, I'm trying to give you the t-shirt trajectory. I'm almost well, done. I, well, I'm saying I don't remember ever wearing a t-shirt in high school. Well, you weren't allowed to. Well, you could wear one under your. What? And then every spring there would be this moment like, oh, it's getting warm enough. We'll relax the dress code. Polo shirt. You could wear a polo shirt. Polo shirt. With a blazer over it or no? No blazer. Ooh. Was it, so there was like an official day when they declared? Or was it the I'm same sure. day every year? Nope. It was. It changed. So you're always on They'd make you wait for hooks. it. I'm trying to... I don't remember a lot of fashion statements from these guys. I don't think any... I can't remember a single... There were different approaches to the coat and tie. Often there'd be like somebody showed up from Poland. Mm-hmm. Like their dad's a diplomat. And, now, and he's like, they're... Coat looks different than my coat. It's more like a silk rayon look. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's all black. Very blacky. So you could make your mark just in subtle ways. But I don't think, but there, I don't, wouldn't you think a school would have, oh, there's the guy who's like just all out with the coat and tie, making statements, being pretty. 
Yeah. I don't remember that guy. I don't think we had that guy. That's, that's, that's saddening to it me. It is saddening. Um, see, when I was in high school, Mark, that's when I was getting into really big baggy clothing. Oh, it was in the 90s. I was skateboarding. It was the big pants, small wheels era. My friend, Wait a minute. Uh, you skateboarded? <laughs> skater boy skateboarded. Me and my friend Mike Brock... Brock. I wonder if I've told this story. We got a job at the Casual Mail Big and Tall. So close to Mark Brush. I know Mike Brock. Two single syllable MB. Mike Brock kind of talked like this in a very low voice. Oh, he had the opposite of your voice. Ugh. It was not reedy at all. It was like radio DJ. But he and I got a, got jobs at the uh, local Casual Mail Big and Tall store. So we could have access to the very largest pants. Um, I had a pair of jeans, or no, they were like blue khaki pants that were 48-inch waist. I think I had some 52s, had them cinched up with a Spider-Man belt. 52s? And then cut off, like real high water. But I'd buy t-shirts there, too, just these giant house dress t-shirts. They look like Mew Mews. I'm, I'm writing down something we can do, something about access to the largest pants. Oh, Dude, we fi- the, the biggest pair of pants you could order were 72-inch waist, which means that is six feet around. That means someone's belly is six feet around. I wonder if that's a... I wonder if you get larger now. Trump's America, you probably can. Hey, this is, how long ago was this? 20 years? More. <sighs> this was 1993. 25 years almost. I know. Almost. Whole other world. Waistlines have expanded. Yeah. In America. There was a guy once, one of our clientele, he pulled up Red, white, and in the bruise. parking lot and just was like honking his horn. And just like we, I was with my manager, Eric, we looked out the window and he was just behind the wheel of his car, slamming on the horn. And then when he saw <laughs> that, like, that we made eye contact. I'm too fat to get out, I need some pants. No, that is what happened. We look and he's like waving us to come out. And so Eric, who was the assistant manager, went out and was talking to the guy for a minute. Then he came back in and he was like shaking his head. He's like, oof. And he just went and picked out a bunch of different polo shirts and pants and then took them out. And he was like standing next to the car kind of with one leg out, like draping the pants over, like showing the guy all the different styles oh my God. that we had to offer. And uh, Drive by shopping? Yeah. Because yeah. he couldn't get out. Could not get out. His daughter came in uh, a couple months later to buy him some stuff. He wasn't with her. He was, he couldn't leave the house. Ugh. Cautionary tale, my friend. So... It turned dark on episode T-shirts. So that's twenty natch. So that's what I was doing in high school, Mark. But now I'd like to connect these dots here. So you've got your moment. You're in your blazer, your tie, your shirt. You're not happy about it. I did are, love T-shirts, but I couldn't wear them. I, I couldn't. Know. I couldn't. You're a casual guy. I had my Jackson Five T-shirt. I bought at the show. You went to a Jackson Five first show? concert. I went to Jackson Five reunion tour. Oh, you'll have to tell uh, my son Arius about that. He is obsessed with uh, "Baby, I Want You Back." You know the it's. Mm-hmm. A, it's the Baby Groot song in Guardians of the Galaxy. We've been bumping the soundtrack. Found it at the library. But uh, when I'm when I'm when I'm out of co- like halfway through college, I get a job at uh, Beat Alton Bookseller. <laughs> Moving up in the world downtown. I'm sorry. What were you doing? <laughs> what did you have an internship at some blood sucking yeah. fucking hedge fund? I did <laughs> playing golf with a bunch of. Wait, wait. When when when? This would probably have been in like '96. This is after. I'm, I've, I've Summer gone of college? Two, two years away at college at Adams State College in Alamosa, Colorado. Then back to enroll at Metro State University of Denver. Yep. I'm a university man. I get a job downtown at the B. Dalton Bookseller. But here's, here's, where the, here's where our roads intersect, Mark. Oh, you know what I was doing for my college summers? I was working for the uh, government on Capitol Hill, Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet I was having more fun. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you were. 
Oh I, no, dude! What prime of my life? I would go. I'd go to work and I come home. Subway. I come. come wow, subway. you'd go to work and you'd come home. Yep. And then I meet my friend and we'd go for big runs once it cooled down at night. You go. You were the jogging. Prime of my life. Vibrant, youthful. Your back wasn't jacked. No. Solid knees. Great hips. My voice was very strong. And you had an ass ton of hair. I did I? <laughs> It's amazing. I got another picture here. You'll How see. much hair you had as a youth. Hey, what are you saying? I'm saying you don't have as much hair right now. I'm being pretty, pretty pointed about that. No, I'll give you a special kind of salad. So, Mark, what I'm doing... Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, you're adorable. <laughs> yeah. Look at that cute kid. What happened to him? I don't know, man. <laughs> All right, Instagram that, dude. Uh, so, I'm, I'm at... Look at that me, guy. Look, look at that guy. I'm a B. Dalton. I'm, I have to wear a tie, Mark. I have to tuck in my shirt wow. and wear a tie. And I'm still, like, I'm not wearing ginormous pants anymore, but I'm still wearing some baggy chinos. So I had to tuck in my shirt. Like, what size waist? But I'm sagging it. Like, probably like oh, a 36. Fucking sagging a 36, it? 36, which is what you wear now, nope. I think, is a 30. I wear a 32. We've talked about this. You are not wearing 32s. you don't 32s. believe it. There's 32s. No, anyway. All right. Well, when I met you, you were wearing 36s, and you were I the same. A, you were the same size. A pair or two of those. But so those sags, so I was tucking my shirts into that, so it looked very odd. I'm sure, like, my, my belt line was like... Was this, like, ghetto style? Yeah, my belt line Is was like... Is that racist? I don't know. I mean, the word ghetto... I shouldn't have said that. ...refers to... Uh, what do you call that style? Jews being cordoned off and... No, God, that's not where I was going with it, but that's all right. I just call it a sag, Mark. I don't really need to bring race into it, but, you know, you play it how you want to play it. All right. Well, I will take race out of it. Yeah, so I had to wear a tie too, and I hate it. But that was my point. Pants like, down, show off the underwear. No underwear. No, tucked in. Oh, showing off the, the shirt butt through the shirt. Yeah, not not the greatest look, probably. Not the greatest look. But it was my way of expressing my disdain for the the whole notion of of like uniforms and having to dress all fancy for like to sell books. Are you kidding me? Come on. Come on. Be professional. I don't want to buy my books from some schlub. You know when you know when you when I'm professional, you come, you ask me a question. And I can intuit. You don't know the name of the book. You remember what color the cover is and sort of what it's about. And I figure out what it is. Yep. Sometimes I don't even need to look up. I don't need my computer. It was in the, the steel trap. The number one ladies detective agency. Is that the name of that book? What? I'm, I'm intuiting. Oh, you, I The see, only way I you see. could intuit it is because like somebody bought 10 of them an hour ago. Like, that's the one you want, huh? The same one everybody else wants. No, the number I, one I was finding the ladies deep agency. cuts. I was finding the deep cuts. Really? Yeah. What is the name of the, isn't that right? Number? There was this one guy, he used to come in, he was in a wheelchair. He was and very, very polite. McCall, didn't he write like a whole series but of But he was very religious and he would come popular. in and he was always looking for these obscure. I crushed it. Number one ladies detective agency. Alexander McCall Smith. I just crushed that. Crushed what? The made up book that you were pretending to yes, look for? that I intuited out of my own brain. All right. <laughs> I was going to tell you about the guy in the wheelchair hmm. who uh, was very religious and liked obscure like religious books kind of but he, he was looking for this one that was called Christian faith who moved the stone I can just remember him saying that to me like nine <laughs> or ten times while I'm looking it up guess what though I, that book I think I might have you're there at your little station typing in you say who moved the stone exactly I'm like alright who moved the stone alright here let me look okay who moved the stone and this is not to, I'm not making fun of someone's disability. A little bit. This is no, I'm not. This is just exactly what happened. And I was there I, a disability? A wheelchair. He was in a wheelchair. He had he had point. some sort of like. I wouldn't have. I would I not think have he had a degenerative. Jesus Christ! 
What? He was my he was my man, dude. He would come in all the time. I'd find him all these out of print books. I'm not making fun of the guy. I'm just saying. Good. That, that's what I Neither remember. Neither am I. I'm not. Let's make. Let's be clear about that. I I I don't believe I'm racist or most most racists handi- don't believe they are I racist. Know, that's Mark. why you can't even say it. Handicap. You're a handy hater. Is that what they're called? <laughs> they is that what they are? What called, is someone huh? who is uh, prejudiced against handicapped people called? A fucking dick. Yeah, not racist. A dick. All right. Oh, thank God. Oh, phone's ringing, Mark. Oh, you want to get that? Yeah. Okay, I'll get it. Hello. I didn't mean it. I really didn't mean it. Oh, see, you already pissed someone off. God. Jeez, I thought it was someone calling because, hey, we're on Patreon, all right, people? If you like this show, if you love T-shirts, if you maybe want us to do food news, you can tell us all about that. You just go to Patreon slash Natch9000. What do you get? For a dollar a month, you just get a a thank you. Not by name. We'll just, I'm thanking you now in advance of the dollar you're giving us for a month. You give us $4 a month, you get a Stardust and, What? A Stardust and Snowflake starter kit that's got uh, buttons, it's got a bookmark, it's got uh, some poems that we wrote, it's perfumed. We just lost a patron. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, well, someone someone plug that hole real quick. We're on Patreon. All right, Mark. Jeez, I'm taking a long time to get to this. Yeah, and you skipped one of your stories already. Well, no, th- this all of this has been building up to my only story. Oh, boy. What an episode. My point, though, Mark, is you know, you, you're forced to dress a certain way. And then you, you find a job. Hey, the job where we came together. D.O. At dining out, there was no dress code. We the worked. body odor of dining. It was just fast and loose. I could come to work in T-shirts. I was so, even when I was in Chicago and What working, did I wear at dining out? What you're wearing now, dude. You, I did? Oh, yeah. You looked like you, you looked like you were about to go to a Jimmy Buffett concert every day. <laughs> so that's what it looked like. Oh. But, man, even when I was in Chicago, like, free and easy. I was I was working as a valet. I had to wear a, a company windbreaker, and I hated that shit. I don't. That's kind of my problem with slogan t-shirts. I just don't like advertising things for other people. You know. Me neither. So I was happy to work somewhere where I could wear whatever I wanted, Mark. Okay. And then as as the years went on, and you become a man, and you have a little more a little more uh, you know a little more, more resources than you're used to, you realize, hey, I could maybe buy a, a couple of nice t-shirts, a couple of cashmere t-shirts. I'm going to go to the Nordstrom Rack. I'm going to see what's up there. So then you start getting into this like world of like high end nice t shirts. Who would ever buy a high end t shirt though? Well, if you're wearing nothing but t shirts and you I want guess. something that's built to last and that'll look good for a while. Maybe if you're an entourage. No, man, you can go you can go to a Nordstrom Rack. <coughs> you could probably get like a forty dollar t shirt for like ten bucks, which is like the price you'd pay for a old navy. Well, I guess you get eight of them at old but navy. But does it have a fun saying on it? No, not if you know how to shop, bro. Welcome to Margaritaville. That'd be a good one. <laughs> That'd be a good one for you. <laughs> so anyway, I was feeling down recently. I, if I don't have a good rotation of t-shirts, I do get, like, I get a little depressed. Like, I go through phases where I don't want to be wearing V-necks anymore, you know? Like, mm. So then I, I don't want to wear my V-necks. Shit. Yeah, I'm not going to. And all my crew necks. Mm. And like these, I, I don't like the length of these. They're too short. You know? I, don't, I hate a short t-shirt. Fuck yeah. So then you're just like searching for the right t-shirt. And I was in the midst of this search. I was feeling a little bit low about it, Mark. And then what happened was, <coughs> we were at Costco. I saw a four-pack of Hanes Premium T-shirts for $10. And I liked the look all of them. All white? All white. 
the the crew neck wasn't the the it wasn't a thick. I don't like a thick crew neck. It was a, it was a very modest crew neck. I was like, huh, ten bucks. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna tagless, give it a shot. Probably tagless. Tagless. It's like I'm gonna give it a shot. Amazing t-shirts, perfect fit. But then the true test, because you wear them right out after of the, the wash. After the wash. So knowing what I've, I'm a t-shirt. <coughs> I got a crick in my throat. <coughs> I'm a t-shirt lifer, Mark. So I know well enough. <coughs> I'm fine to wash the t-shirts. I'm not gonna dry them. You don't dry your t-shirts. I'm gonna huh? dry them flat. <coughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> A tickle. <laughs> a tickle. Maybe inhaled some cotton or some cashmere. <clears throat> some cashmere came blowing yeah, off this. So because look. Now, is that oh. wear and tear or is that just aging like a fine wine? Look at these holes. <laughs> this is a living thing, Mark, this T-shirt. <laughs> I didn't, so you line dry them? Well, I actually have a lot of hangers. <coughs> <Here's>, <coughs> fucking hell, to man. To prevent... It's 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 a podcaster's nightmare. It is. You got a tickly throat. Huh. Here's a life hack for you though. You you wash your t-shirts, you turn them inside out and hang them on a hanger to dry. That way you turn them back right side oh, out cuz if you if you dry them right, yeah, you'll get the pucker make it look like you have little shoulder pads. Oh, in. look at you. So episode t-shirt. It's going to be full of t-shirt stories. Get yourself t-shirt reviews, it's t-shirt be- hacks. Yeah. Just Whoa, we're not ready for that. You can go right into that. No, that didn't happen. Oh. Um, sorry. I like, all right. We'll get to the music later, Mark. Um, <laughs> I was going to say though, you know, like, and then for a while you had American apparel, you could get great t-shirts there. I they never shopped there. Good, high quality basics. Oh, hey, perfect segue. Let me, let me go get the tarot cards, Mark. Look at your question. The question this week for the tarot, should Mark, that's me, buy, Josh wrote this and put B-Y, a $125 precision tee. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, it ain't going to happen. I know. I, I have a feeling it's not going to. But it's the question of should you. Oh, should I? Um, There's a lot of things I should do. Yeah. So this is a Ramey, Ramey Lust t-shirt, I think is what they're calling it, by Outlier. Now, if just the tip is still listening, I turned him on to Outlier a while back. He's a big fancy big t-shirt guy. Well, no, they make pants. I have some amazing. They started as a, like a cycling company. They make they made clothes that cyclists oh, could wear. You've told me this as they're cycling about the city. That would like look good. You could like cycle to the office in them. You know, they're water and stain repellent. So they're like it's a very uh, advanced fabric that they use for most of their wares. Was just the tip ever a s- cyclist messenger type? He rode his bike a lot. I don't think he was ever an actually like a messenger. It's close. Well, he was. He didn't work as a messenger. How do you know? I don't, I don't think he did. I had a bunch of friends who were bike messengers. I'm intuiting it right now. I think he did. I think he did it for a summer in Washington, D.C. Nope. All right. Well, you know, uh, Tyler Wells, coffee czar of uh, Los Angeles, spent many years as a bike messenger. That rings and then true. started his own messenger company in Austin, Texas. That rings true. I, he knows about Outlier. I told him. So I have a pair of their Kieran Cut Dungarees. Which it's a little slightly wider cut in the thigh. It's a slim fit pants, a slight, little bit wider in the thigh to accommodate a cyclist's big thighs. And you or, know I've got you know I've got beefy thighs. That's yeah. just that's just genetics though. Or just not the cycling. Right? My yogic thighs. Let's call mm. it that. I've got big thighs. You want to feel them? <laughs> Get them from yoga. <laughs> yoga. Yoga is a lithe. Come from skateboarding. A lithe line. Yeah. Skateboarding. Skateboarding. All that pushing. Skater boy thighs. Ugh. Hot sweaty skater oh. boy thighs. Ever show you the phone, the picture for you that comes up on my phone when you call? Is it my crotch and those ripped <laughs> pants? No, they're like really short shorts. 
So you in a pair of short shorts, like squatted down, drinking a beer. That's just hilarious. Oh, wait. How do I? You'd have to call me. To- Is it me in a horse mask? No. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That was in the backyard. Oh, yeah. well, see, I was going to talk a little bit about Outlier. But those shorts were mid-thigh at best. Because I really, there was, there's a crazy history, this whole Outlier thing. Uh, I, Natch Rancher Dave Carney. This episode doesn't need to go long. It's not going to. <laughs> Natch Rancher Dave Carney was also an editor-at-large for a Canadian skateboard magazine called King Shit. Yep. Had a column in King Shit for a while called The Dapper Nag. That's where my Instagram, ha- Instagram handle comes from. I worked for two summers on Capitol Hill. I had a uh, product, here I am. I had a product review <laughs> column in a Canadian skateboarding magazine called King Shit. Now, they couldn't pay me because it was a magazine. Magazines <laughs> can't pay people. Yep. But what they could do is they would give me access to all these skate brands and I would get free stuff to review. Uh, that's and, how the Dapper Nag was created. Yeah, and then I would write reviews that generally had nothing to do with what was being reviewed. No, that's the best. But then well, I struck out on my own one time because I had been eyeing these outlier. I didn't own any outlier products. And I was like, well, fuck it, man. I'm going to reach out to them, see if maybe they'll float me a pair for me to review for this uh, skate magazine. You know, I'm, I put together a pitch letter, send to them like, hey, skaters will be into this stuff too. They love durable stuff. These are great looking clothes. The guy writes back and is like, yeah. I think he said they'd given to me at cost. So then I went to Dave Carney and I was like, hey, man, do you think uh, King Shit would cover cost on things? He was like, cost? Fuck no. Who the fuck are these assholes think they are making you pay for these? And he went off. Well, did he even, no, I can see the outrage of having to pay cost. But then if he actually looked and was like, wait a minute, this is like 400 bucks for a pair of fucking jeans. No, they're like $200. Yeah. But, but he was, no, but he. I do not. Is Dave Carney paying 200 bucks for a pair of jeans? He was, even Dave Carney was intrigued. Oh, boy. Once I sent him the website, he's like. He said he went off and like fuck that we're not no one's yeah. paying for shipping. He's like, but I must admit I am intrigued by these magic pants. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I finally just I think I asked for a pair for Christmas or something. That was how I folded them into my life. But did you yeah. get them a cost? No, I paid full price. I'm like yeah. fuck it. You know what? I'm I'm not a shill anymore. How I'm much gonna, is full price on these on these ones? They were like 180 dollars. Mm-hmm. But dude, I bought them like five years ago. Worn this, or I got them five years ago. I've worn the shit out of them. They look brand new. So that's that's quality. That's what I'm telling you. When you pay for quality, and in I fact, believe it. For my birthday, did you know? Oh, you forgot to wish me happy birthday. You son of a bitch. Happy birthday. When was it your birthday? June fourth. Oh, bro. <laughs> that's right. Oh, was it just last year that I was here? Oh, so you're 41. I'm 41, man. Oh. But I've got a pair. I've got a my second pair of outlier pants are on the way here now. Happy birthday, Josh. The climbers. Ooh. It was actually their first pant. I'm going to look that up. Outlier? Outlier. Climber. Climbers. OG climber. Climbers. <laughs> you just ruined it with OG. Well, it was because it was their first pant, man. Oh, but these pants are more flexible than any of their other pants. You can straight up do yoga in them. Mm. They clock in at 198 <laughs> US. Oh, boy. What, what kind of a fade you get on there? What kind I of got, I got the charcoal. Is that this? It's not black. I don't know. I don't know why they have so many black and white pictures of those pants on their site, but anyway. Are those, jeans? those aren't jeans? No, the back has, they have a gusset. They have a, yeah. bi- a really cool gusset thing happening in the back. Those look like pants pants. They are, but they'll last a billion years and they're stretchy and comfy. Uh, hey man, I, buy, buy yourself a quality pair. I get it. Yeah, and I'm gonna, so that's what I'm asking. Should Mark buy, but this t-shirt to, is $125. To though. take that to the t-shirt level... That's a that's what's interesting pants, about pants, shirts, shoes. 
jock straps. But you, oh, you put a t-shirt in a I lesser. I wear so many jock straps. You put a t-shirt in a lesser category than a shirt I think shirt? I would, yeah. See, I'd gladly, I'd rather pay more for a t-shirt <clears throat> than but, a button but, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right. If you're going to wear the t-shirt more. Let's read it. Before we ask the tarot, let's, let's read a little bit about this. Ramey, god Can damn. you look like this guy when you get him? I think I already do, man. Right? I think he's got a cashmere t-shirt on. Look at that guy. I think it says his name if you scroll down. He uh, he's six foot two, but he only weighs one hundred and sixty-two pounds. He's wearing the size thirty-two. He looks like which me. prompted me to get the thirty-three because I want them to sit a little lower on the hips. Look at this guy. Oh yeah, that's the problem, Josh. You don't you, you that this is my body. Is it? See, oh, you that's what you look like shirtless. This is your swimmer's bod. Just just kind of long and lean and a little bit muscly. Not not a lot. People are going to need to get into this dock because there's going to be a lot of pictures. But I'm saying that's you. I think you want to look like this, but you hmm? can't. No, I don't want to look that no, skinny. No, I was te- no. What I was telling you is that based on the the measurements they gave for that guy, I determined the size that I wanted. Well, who is this? You're telling me this guy has model, a name, man. Oh, okay, no, no just scroll down under one. There's a caption on one of the photos that's like Eddie is six foot two and 160 pounds and wears a size oh. 32, and so I'm like I'm six foot. But I'm 180 pounds, so I'm going to get a size 33, so they'll sit nice and perfect on my hips. Nanosphere clean and dry. Oh, man, they got nanosphere. That's what I'm talking about, dude. That's scary shit. You're talking about your your, super lightweight backpacks? This is like geeking out on clothes. There you go. Alex, his name's Alex. He weighs 161 pounds and is 6 foot 2 and wears a size 32. Nailed that. I am 6 foot... I'm over 3, under 4. Six one hundred and seventy-eight pounds. Well, you're beefing up a little bit. <laughs> it's about the same. Too many loggers. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna. This is the marketing copy around this T-shirt. Ramy, I think, is the name. Ramy. Goddamn. Quite possibly the world's oldest fiber. Ramy is our secret to surviving the hot and humid. In Europe, they had linen. In Asia, they had Ramy. And in the 21st century, linen is far more common for one simple reason. It's far easier to process. Ramy takes more time, and time is money. But Ramy also knits up into something delirious, cool to the touch with a substantial open structure that lets the cool breezes bless your body. Like linen, it can absorb moisture without feeling wet, pulling heat away from your body in the process. All that, plus it takes color deeply with a luster that breaks in swiftly for the first washes, blah, blah, blah. Mark, this is, your, this is the shirt you're going to be reaching for all summer long. So the problem is, Mark, if the tarot suggests you to buy this and you listen to the universe and do it, here's what the problem is. It is a slippery slope, my friend. You get this T-shirt, you're never going to want to wear another T-shirt again. I'm going to need like five of them. You might be able to buy with just three. Oh, it's going to be doing a lot of laundry. Is that the same guy? Does he have a man bun that time? Yeah, I think or, it's the well, same guy. Or his head's guy. just cut off or the top of his it's head. It's not that guy. That's, see, that's more your look. Yeah. That's me. That's you. <laughs> that's me. Not the hair. All right. Past. Oh, there's different colors, though. What yeah, color that's you- what I'm saying, man. You okay. could get a menagerie. Past, present, future. Past card, Mark. Let me get my uh, little zine here. The Hanged Man. Ooh. We've had the Hanged Man. What's bad? I don't know. Well, maybe this is the past, so let's see what it says. The Hanging Man, wisdom, trials, circumspection, discernment, sacrifice, intuition, divination, prophecy. This is my past with T-shirts? Just maybe with clothing, Mark. I'm, we're asking if you should Whenever buy this T-shirt. Whenever we get to the tarot, you start saying my name all the time. Do you know this? <laughs> well, so I'm giving Are you a reading. Are you aware reading. of it, or is it just yeah. a subconscious, unconscious? It's probably a little bit of both. If I was giving someone <laughs> Mark, a tarot reading. now we're going to do this tarot reading. Uh, you need to deep, deep, deep. 
deeper into your clothes, Mark. It's just a, a way of making what I'm saying seem more impactful, Mark. <laughs> I like it. All right, Josh. But see, <laughs> do you see? Now, see, you, th- you thought I was crazy. You thought I was going off the rails, spending so much time up, up front getting into the history I didn't of know you were going to bring it together. T- tracking both of our sartorial journeys, Mark. Wow. Oh. <laughs> but look at this. Yes, Josh. So in the past, you were the hanging man, <gasps> trapped in your blazer. <gasps> sure, you were gaining wisdom. Yes, Josh. At private school. Sure, there were trials. There was circumspection, discernment, Lots. sacrifice. Here's your sacrifice, Mark. You love T-shirts. I you couldn't wear wearing them. That is the ultimate sacrifice. I couldn't even wear them on the weekend when I went to the club to play golf. I think I just threw up my mouth. All right. The present, Mark. If yep. that, if, I mean, nailed it. Nailed it. Present. The Empress. <gasps> she is gorgeous. The Empress three. Three of something. No, it's just the Empress. She just has a number. See the hanging man? He's uh, 12. The Empress. Fruitfulness. Initiative. Action. Long days. Clandestine. The unknown. Difficulty. Doubt. Ignorance, Mark. You're in a very cloudy place right now. A lot of that was really good. Long days. Initiative. It's like the, the birth of a new thing. But I think along with that, there comes doubt, right? Anytime, oh, sure. Anytime you're about to take a big step, there is doubt. And right now, you are on the precipice, Mark. I think I am. Like, uh, moving forward, Mark, are you going to continue to just buy clothing at Old Navy? <laughs> you know what I'm going to do. But are you going to continue I'm going to go buy me some Hanes premium t-shirts and tie-dye the fuck out of them. All right. Well, that's one choice, Mark. That's one possible future. I see what you're saying. What I should do is maybe go get a job, buy, some, buy myself some fancy T-shirts and wear them to the office. Dude, if you show up in that T-shirt, that is not like a T-shirty t shirt People are going to be like, holy shit, man. <laughs> this guy is a sleek beast. Who is going to do that? Alex Boguski. He'd know what that t he'd, oh, Okay. He'd, he'd, he'd go in for a little shoulder rub, say, hey, Mark, how are my ferrets? And he'd be like, oh, my God, is that Ramy? And then I could give him a Justin Gold nipple. Yeah, that's what yep. I'm saying. It'll lead to all sorts of erotic encounters at your new work. So, but you'll be the man on campus again, you know? <laughs> you'll be my a t-shirt. You'll be a blue blood once yeah. again, Mark. You so want these t-shirts. The future. Yep. Actually, really quick, I'm not sure that I do. Oh. Because of what I just described. It's too slippery a slope. I go through pants. I'll that's wear the same. I'll wear the same pair of pants for like five years. Yep. T-shirts. Not as much. You know, I get fickle, and ch- but, but if I got a $125 t-shirt, I might just be like, I need four. All right. So but then at some point, I'm not going to, my, my tastes will shift slightly. I'll want a t-shirt with so a slightly one or two. fit. Yeah. Here, I hesitate to even ask this. Yeah. How many t-shirts in the rotation right now? My, in my rotation? Yep. I'll, and I'll reply as well. Mine will be short answers. Yours will be long. Wait, you want me to go through all of them? Just roughly, how many t-shirts oh, okay. you got? I mean, I've got this cashmere black shirt. Well, so there's two questions there. How huh. many do you actually own in a drawer, and how many do you wear? In, in my drawer, I, there are probably like 26 t-shirts, maybe uh, maybe 30 t-shirts. Eight, Some of them I've had for... I got about 24. Yeah. That's Some a of combination those, of all different types. Some of those t-shirts are like six or seven years old. I just can't let them go. Okay. So of how the many ones that you, I actually wear? Yep. Probably like 10. 10? Plus my four-pack of Hanes premiums now. <laughs> Some of them are Henleys. You know what the is that, buttons. Is that a t-shirt? Well, yeah, it's a t-shirt with a That's few a buttons down te- the front. Technically a t-shirt. It's All a right. Henley t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, that, I think we're about the same then. Okay. But like I don't... I, di- I t- typically own the t-shirt until it doesn't... Yeah, until I've worn the hell out of it. Yeah, I do that. Or... 
it's all pitted out. Do you use aluminum-based deodorant? No, uh, oh, that's do. true. I don't. But no, that's is that what does that? Oh yeah, that oh that man. explains. I that. can't believe I didn't bring this up on episode T-shirt. I used to I would like would get these nice white T-shirts I loved, and then within like a, a month, yeah, 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 they'd just be disgusting in the armpits. A yellow crusty patch. Yeah, and then I read somewhere that it was just from aluminum deodorant. Ah, that's Switched, true. started using natural deodorant. Never have had that I problem. I don't really use deodorant at all, and I don't get those. That's why. And I shouldn't have said that because you also know I didn't shower for a week. <laughs> Episode T-shirt, don't say you didn't learn anything. The future, Mark. About my B.O. Should Mark be buying this is it. $125 T-shirt? The answer is the Seven of Swords, Mark. This is a new card to the podcast. Welcome, Seven of Swords. A man in the act of carrying away five swords rapidly. <sighs> the two others of the card remain stuck in the ground, a oh. camp close at hand. Yes. Divinatory meanings, Mark. Design. A lot of design went into that t-shirt, I tell you what. Attempt, wish, hope, confidence. Also quarreling, a plan that may fail, annoyance. Oh, see, this is the future. Because no matter what you choose, Mark, there is going to be some opposing force gnawing away at you. If you choose not to buy that t-shirt, Mark. Mark's going to move forward. He's like, I'm not going to buy that t-shirt. That's fine, but that t-shirt's always going to be in the back of his mind. You know, when you pick up one of your 24 t-shirts and it's like looking a little worse for the wear, you'd be like, damn it. If I had that $125 t-shirt, I could wear it like three days of the week. Just wash it in the sink, hang it to dry. God damn it. I'd look so good. But then if you buy it, there's annoyance too, because you're like, now all I want to wear is this damn $125 t-shirt. I hate all my other t-shirts. I want to burn them, but I can't. I think I'd be afraid to wear a $125 (laughs) t-shirt. You pick up a cat. You love playing with this cat. It snags it. You hate the cat. Exactly. So, man, uh, we've learned so much on episode T-shirt. I don't hate the cat. Episode T-shirt's almost over, actually. But first, let's listen to some music, right? Yeah. This band's called uh, Rips. Rips. And this song's called Break. It's produced by one of the guys, a member of Parquet Courts. Oh, it could get funky. Love Parquet oh, Courts. Just produced? Okay. Yeah, but you'll hear Parquet Courts in here. You might also hear some Feelies. Ever like the Feelies? Who? Yeah, doesn't really matter. Song's called Breaks Mark.
back. That was great. Episode 120, T-shirts break by Rips off their One of my self-titled faves. album, Rips. Wasn't that good? That's great. You want to go see them? They're playing at the Lost Lake on Colfax, <laughs> July 10th. Oh. And apparently, they are well-known for putting on quite a show. I'm in. I think we should go. July 10. I pick and choose my shows carefully now that I have tinnitus. Oh. But I will put in the earplugs and make an exception <laughs> for Rips. Put on the earplugs. Okay. Hey, that was fun. Isn't that a good one? Is the whole album good? Yeah. Come on. (laughs) For lack of a better word, Mark, it rips. (laughs) Oh, episode t-shirt. I'm going to admit, I'm already missing episode t-shirt. Oh, yeah, we can figure that out. I mean, if you ask the PR people, that'll work, right? They'd love to do it. They love love all the exposure they get on that. Hi, hi. All right. Well, uh, so are Mark, we done? No, we're not done. Guess what happened during that interlude? What? Mark went online. He ordered a $125 t-shirt. <laughs> the tarot has spoken. I ordered it in tan. <laughs> you would order it in tan. <laughs> no, Flesh I thought color. I'd just tell you what's going to be going on in the, summer, in the summertime brush backyard fashion family. Tell me about it, we're man. Gonna, we're going to tie-dye. I think we, we should, maybe we should do this, too. Yeah. I don't know. You wouldn't wear a tie-dye. Uh, you're wrong. I have. You know how I like to tie-dye, Mark? You're so flippant with that mic and this cord. Well, I know how to handle it. Guess what, Mark? <clears throat> Here's how I tie-dye. What, Josh? I take a black t-shirt, like this one. I probably won't do it with this cashmere one. And then I do the rubber, I get it wet and I do the rubber bandy thing. You do the soda ash? I throw it in a bucket of bleach water. What? Yeah. <laughs> And then when you when you pull it out and take out the rubber bands, it's like turned it kind of brown, so tan, and then the, there's still remnants of black. Remnants. It's a very uh, remnants of black. It's a, it's a very black so it's metal. A re- it's black metal tie dye. So it's a revert. So you go with the color and you use the bleach to create a lighter effect. Yeah. Look at you. Good That's job. A little, hey little man. Tie-dye there's hack. no rules in tie dye. Hey, just try it with the girls. Be like, hey, if you want to get an old blue T-shirt, we got the bleach bucket. Doesn't that sort of like wear it down and make holes in it though? You, you don't put it, it in straight bleach, dude. You okay. bleach water. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real. I had a Varnay t-shirt. You remember those back in the day? Do you oh, remember God, that shit? Varnay, yes. Yes. Did you no, have the glasses? That, that's the funniest thing about Varnay t-shirts. At my school, at my middle school, everyone wanted a Varnay t-shirt. I didn't know anyone who actually mm, had Varnay glasses. No, we didn't, we, not as many t-shirts, more glasses. Yeah. And I finally convinced my mom to buy me a Varnay t-shirt. So this is another tragic t-shirt, t-shirt story. I'm going to start to choke up. Wore the t-shirt to school. Got a stain on the, uh, like on the upper shoulder, like left shoulder area. Comb stain. Some jizz. Um, someone was just flinging jizz at the T-Rex kid. Uh, T-Rex kid? With my arms. With my, well, <laughs> yes. it wasn't a long sleeve t-shirt. So that day I was probably riding high. And then I get home and I, and I am like so freaked out. I love my Varney shirt. Want to get rid of this stain ASAP. Just pour straight bleach on it. Ugh. Like a dumbass seventh grader and just burned a hole right through it. Oh. So I learned a little bit about chemistry that day. So sad. Well, this isn't that deep a story. I mean, we did the, but I put in the doc here, look at some of these patterns, man. Like, first of all, give yourself a white hoodie. Get Forget the logo, but you'd go for that. I'd wear a tie-dyed hoodie. Tie-dyed, well, get yourself fisted. Logo-less hoodie and tie-dyed? Did you say get yourself fisted? Get yourself a logo-less hoodie. I didn't say <laughs> I think anywhere check near. Check the tape. Look at that. That's kind of what I'm talking about. That looks like it was bleach dyed. There you go. There you go. Forget that culture, but that's more. I think maybe I'm, maybe I like the banded style. You like the two tone. 
Uh, harp- so wait, yeah, you, did you put a rubber band just around the middle of the shirt? I don't remember what we did with these. We didn't do them the full way. Like you're huh. supposed to like do soda ash and then. What is it with you and soda ash? Well, that's how you prep the shirt. Uh, and then you're also supposed to use like squeeze bottles, and you, right? And you band it and squeeze bottle it more precisely and get your spiral or whatever pattern you want. And you can go all in with all these different patterns. Do a map of Hawaii if you want. Or make a sunflower out of it. Eh. I'm like, you make myself a standard spiral that I can wear to the fish concert later this year. Yeah. Then you can wear to your new job in Boulder. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, I, I got to get myself a hoodie. That'd be good. Do any agencies exist in Boulder where you'd be required to wear a tie? Dude. And a button-up shirt? They don't wear tie-dyes there. I'm not saying they wear... I'm not, make, I'm not saying that. I'm just asking. They would wear that fancy t-shirt. That's more that style. No, I know, but I'm wondering if there's a chance that you might end up with a job up there where you actually had to wear a tie or something. Oh, a tie? Yeah. Is that in the realm of possibility? Not tie-dye. Um, no, I'm sure some people wear tie-dyes to work occasionally up there. Yeah, but not... I guess you could in an agency, sure. Uh, I, don't, I don't think there's any ties up there. Okay. No ties. Well, that, that bodes well for you then. If it was a highly professional money type organization, you would probably do the pants and the button down shirt. There's a lot of that going on. But open a couple buttons, right? <laughs> a couple buttons. Maybe some cufflinks. Real nice watch. Mm, yeah, sure. Okay. I, you put your money into your mountain bike, not that stuff. Yeah, it's, you what, the it's what you roll up mountain to. bike, <laughs> right? It's all That's about it. what you roll up to the uh, office. So on. I think we're going to do this as a, f- and we'll every, keep everybody posted for sure. Yeah. Well, we want tie dye updates. What should I do though? What should I make myself a t-shirt or two? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hoodie. Kids make get, do some kids t-shirts. A hoodie, huh? Hey. What else could I do? Handkerchief. Here's what you do. I wonder if this would work. You could go to uh, Army Surplus and get yourself some uh, Dickies painter pants. They're all white. Yeah. You could do some tie-dyed pants. I could do some pants. Those aren't 100% cotton. I don't know. That's how, pretty bold. I don't know if I, I don't know how well they'd take the color. I don't know if I'd wear those out. See, but I went through a phase. Hey, the soda ash is what makes it take up that color. Here's the problem, though. I, I did go through a phase where I was dyeing shirts and doing subtle tie-dyes, things like that. But That's right. You did those shoes once. Huh? You did something to your shoes. Then you have, like, white Boater shoes or something that you tie dyed, or uh, I had some white slip ons that I colored with a marker, but that was before I knew you. No, this was after this was you did maybe they were darker and you bleached them or something. You did something to your shoes. Oh, shit. yeah, see, wow, hey, thanks for listening. <laughs> no, but the problem is, is a lot of times when you dye like a white t shirt, if it's a cheap Hanes t shirt, right? And I'm seeing that it happened on that shirt right there. The stitching that they use to hold the T-shirt together, especially up here on the shoulders, yeah, it's a, it's it's a not cotton. It's like a that's okay. So it doesn't so you can see it. It doesn't accept the dye. So you get right. contrast stitching, which is a huge no no. It doesn't look so bad on on a light pink shirt, but if you had dyed that shirt dark blue, you got that contrast stitching. It looks like some cheap backpack from the mall. <laughs> contrast stitching is a huge no no. What? <laughs> Episode Who knows t-shirts. That? Uh, I think the reason that happened is because I didn't do it properly with the soda ash. I don't think soda ash will. You don't know, my friend. Will make the polyester string accept dye. No, it won't. We'll, we'll you heard see. it here first on episode 120 of Natch T-shirts. What else you got, Mark? Is that it? That's it. I was just going to tell you that um, a proper tie-dye technique. The uh-huh. dyes only bond well with. Natural fabrics. Natural living. 
Cotton, Silk, and Rayon. And uh, that's it. I guess we were supposed to answer a burning question, though, through this episode. You know, this is Natch. This is the Natural Living Podcast. So we always have to ask ourselves, like, how just how natural is what's being discussed on the on this podcast, Mark? Why are the... Oh. Don't show me your balls. What are you <laughs> doing? I thought... I thought the keys had snuck up my shorts. They were just in my pocket. Remind me never to borrow your car. Scenery, keep your keys. My pocket. It's lined. Lined with what? Rectal tissue? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so you got What's the question? Nat- uh, are, uh, shit. Are t-shirts natural? Yeah. Uh, what? I mean, what? It's natural to clothe yourself. Is it? I guess it's not, but given the constraints of modernity, modernity, <laughs> yep, you got to clothe clothe yourself. And is it natural to wear something too tight? No, no. <laughs> is it natural to wear something with buttons all over it and long sleeved and that chokes your neck, or with somebody else's name on it? No, Hell no, no. Is it natural to wear a Spartan piece of clothing? That contours your body and speaks to your uh, aesthetic aesthetic in subtle ways. Absolutely. That is very natural. Is it natural? What is the most natural t-shirt? I don't know. See, here's a question. So this here, this is a, this is a black cashmere Billy Reed t-shirt, Mark. I'm sure this cashmere didn't come black, right? So they had to dye the shit out of it. Not natural. Not natural. But probably not organic. But let's think about this. Then you got the Hanes Premium Tea, right? Not they're not having to dye that. Maybe oh, there's they, all sorts of chemicals. They probably have to bleach the shit out of it. And I'm sure they're not growing that cotton organically. That ain't backyard cotton. No. But do I achieve balance in the fact that I? I think a lot of people buy those T-shirts, wear them twice, and toss them. Whoa, they do. This is a this is a throwaway culture, Mark. Yeah, but two two times. I'm telling you, if if I ripped a hole, like in the if one of the seams ripped on that shirt, on one of those shirts, I'd probably sew it up. On your one twenty five precision wear. On my no, on my. Oh, your Hanes four for nine dollar Hanes premium tee because I don't really rip holes in my t shirts. You're not quite as shred as me, but I'm saying you're just wearing it, just wearing it around your muscles, cut through it. Yeah. Bane of my existence, but... Well, quit trying to wrap it around your thigh so tightly. Oh, that's probably where I'm going wrong. But I mean, yeah. I, I think the point, Mark, is that we all make... Stop saying Mark! Is that not your name? Yeah, uh-huh. I'm not allowed to address you anymore, Mark? I think the point, Mark, is that when I try to think bigly about T-shirts, Mark... Well, no, man, this is, this is broadcasting 101 here. I'm keeping you engaged and Thank the listener you. engaged by repeating your name. They knew who I'm talking to. I am Josh. Josh says to Mark, I think in life we're all forced to compromise our values to make decisions uh, that hedge toward convenience because we lead such busy, harried lives, Mark. But then you have to figure out ways to achieve balance, right? To strip down some of the evils of these bad decisions. You buy the shitty Hanes t-shirt because it fits well and it's very convenient. It was easy to acquire. But then you wear it until it's threadbare. Mm, You buck the system. Well, you honor, and you honor the sacrifice. You buy the throwaway item and never throw it away. And you honor the sacrifice of the poor son of a bitch you had to make that Mm. paid a nickel a day. Mm, It's more than I'm making. True. So I don't know. Is that it, Mark? Is that episode 120? Is that t-shirts? Have we- I think we've covered quite a bit of the t-shirt 
universe. But you know what? If you're listening to this podcast, we've gone high, like, we've gone low. We have. Oh, did you want to say something? Uh, <laughs> did you want to have a t-shirt meditation? I, had, I got to have a t-shirt meditation. I think I'll save mine for another topic. <laughs> you have not, no, not, no depth to offer on the subject? We've done... I, I think... I'm going to go to Costco and get myself four Hanes t-shirts. Ah, but not if they have that thick crew neck. They don't. Are you sure? But here's the thing. The reason I wrote phantom t-shirts. Some of the ones I have have a thicker crew and it's, well, you I can mean, look. I wear them. You can, you can, I'll show you what I got. I but know you can look if you're going to buy them and they're in the store. I'm saying some of the ones I have from Hanes already have the thicker thing. This one has a thinner one. It's a premium. It's a luxury ah, premium. t-shirt. You know where Only you should go? Only for Costco members. I think there's a Hanes outlet down at. Uh, I can't do that. Yeah, you could. I, I should love be, it. I should. I, what I really would like to do is just see American Apparel. I liked that it was made in the U.S. It was made ethically, somewhat responsibly, except for that Dove Charney dude was sexually harassing everyone who made the T-shirts, yeah. probably. But still, a for effort. But <laughs> but they they didn't always fit the, the a fit. for effort doing a really good job harassing. No, on all the other elements on of the, the other business. Elements. The that ethical, makes more the, sense. Yes, for you. Yeah. yes, the labor force things. Well, that's still fucking your labor force over anyway. The, the fit was erratic on those t-shirts. You never oh. knew, like, because they because each of their different styles fit differently. So you couldn't just go in there and buy a medium of, in any of their t-shirts and oh. walk out happy. Like, some of them would be, like, skin tight and your nipples are showing. What the hell? And then some of them would be, like, super baggy and short. What the hell? So you had to find the actual, ma- the specific shirt that they made that fit That's a well. whole bunch of headache I don't need. If, it's I, not convenient. I love nothing more than going, oh, I'm a, I'm a middle-aged guy. I'm like, you know what? If I get myself a large Hanes premium T-shirt, it's gonna fit right. It's got it ticks enough of the boxes for what I want, and I'm just gonna buy them over and over and over. You should probably wear a medium, but I should. I am six foot four. Oh, that's your. That's why you have to wear a large because you're so you're so tall. Yeah, that's why I'm gonna look like this Asian dude, and you're gonna be the beefy guy. You know what we used to sell? You know what you can? Oh, Mark, I'm about to blow your mind. Oh, Josh, you know who makes a good T-shirt? J Crew makes a nice T-shirt. Hmm. A good white cotton T-shirt. Mm, how much? Twenty bucks. Mm. It's a nice T-shirt, though. They last a while, but here's the problem with them: they are a little too short for my current taste. But I went on their website. Now they don't always have them in stock, and you have to like place the order and wait for it. That Mister Mustache effect. You can order a medium tall. Oh, you can online. Order online and MT, buddy. So it, it's, it's a little leaner fit on you, show you off that physique, but it, it offers you a little extra coverage so you're not showing off your boxers. Your dungarees remain a secret. That T makes all the difference in avoiding Mr. M. What's Mr. M? Your Mr. Mustache. Oh, your muff. You get a little, little peeking out. You I don't mind mustache showing that off. Of course you do People don't. love a peek of that. It's, just a, it's a thrill. It reminds everyone that you're an animal. It's but you a know, thrill. do you know why I do you know why I knew to look for medium tall to see if it even existed? Because I worked at the casual male big and tall, and we had large talls. Never saw a medium tall there, but I'm like, you know what? That's gotta freaking exist, and it does. Jcrew.com is that the t-shirt answer we've been looking for? I don't know. What I'd really like is a medium tall, like barely there crew neck shirt in a bamboo. You know, like a recyclable, sustainable. I bet we could find that. I want a bamboo t-shirt. No logos. What if you dug into the Gaia world? I don't want the sleeves too long. I don't, I don't even want a little Gaia label sewn, like folded over the bottom hem. That's going to piss me off. I'm going to have to cut that off, and I might ruin the T-shirt in the process. That's what I want. You heard it, people. Can you do that? We can find that. 
You think it exists? And you're going to buy the shit out of them. All right, so stick around. Uh, episode 121 is coming up. It's T-shirts part two. Oh.